In today's episode of the Rest Based Weight Loss podcast series, I want to share with you guys three very specific withdrawal points that all people <laughs> will experience during the beginning part of their journey. For those, specifically for those who find it very difficult to be able to sustain any changes that they try to implement to their diet specifically, then I want to talk about why the difficulty in sustaining past a certain point is actually biochemically rooted, so why it's not your fault. And for those that want to start a journey or on your way in starting a journey, you started a journey previously, you've always kind of hit some sort of stumbling block and have fallen off the rails. I want to talk about three very specific points that you can look out for this time and just prepare yourself for those withdrawal periods so that you can move past them and keep moving forward toward the weight loss goals that you're trying to achieve. But in case this is your first time listening, my name is Lene Urban. I'm a nutrition and lifestyle coach. And rest-based weight loss seeks to give you the tools to lose weight effortlessly and keep it off forever. This is the lifestyle strategy that I found myself following four years ago that allowed me to lose 33 pounds and 12% of my body fat in about five to six months without counting calories, without starting a crazy diet, without any painful exercise, without any of those things that we believe are required to lose weight and keep it off. And I've been able to maintain those results since 2014. 95% of people who lose weight gain it back within about two to five years, somewhere within two to five years. A lot of people before two years, most people within two to five years, that weight comes back. And the reason why my weight has not come back and will not come back is because during my journey, I wasn't just changing my eating. I wasn't just exercising. I was transitioning my lifestyle to the type of lifestyle that is required to lose weight and keep it off. And so in this series and what I do as a weight loss coach is I try to help women in particular figure out which areas of their lifestyles need to be changed first and then help them transition their lifestyle slowly but surely so that the weight can just come off naturally and effortlessly. So if you have a question, a comment, or if you have a story that you want to share with me and that you want me to address in one of these podcast episodes, then go to operationfixmylife.com slash question and answer. The link is in the description. Okay, so this is something really important that <laughs> I've gone back and forth in my journey as a weight loss coach and with women that I've worked with. I've gone back and forth between like telling them about these three very specific withdrawal periods that they are going to experience in their journey. I've gone back and forth between telling them to give them a heads up to not telling them at all, allowing them to experience those withdrawal periods and then help coach them through that to going back to telling them and giving them a heads up. And now I'm back to not giving them a heads up at all 
but just coaching them through it. I keep flipping back and forth. And and it's really because it's really based on the severity of the the consequences of what those withdrawal periods do. Essentially what happens is uh, people start a weight loss journey, they hit their first withdrawal point. Withdrawal meaning they start to crave and have desires for their old lifestyle, their old choices with food, their old uh, habits with exercise and physical activity. They hit a withdrawal point, they start to go backwards. There are three different withdrawal points that every person will experience during their journey depending on which weight loss strategy they follow. And most people, the large majority of people who start a weight loss journey do not survive past these three withdrawal points. There's a percentage of people that hit the first point and fall off. There's a percentage of people that make it through the first point, they keep going, they hit withdrawal period number two, and then they fall off. And then there's a small percentage of people who make it past what I call level one withdrawal, make it past level two withdrawal, they get to level three and they can't survive. And that's typically, you'll typically find that those people are the people who are the forever dieters, the people who have been dieting for for their entire lives. Like they've been on this journey just forever, it seems. And they keep starting and stopping, and they keep starting and stopping. They're determined to find what works for them. They're, they're determined to finally achieve the weight loss goal that they want to achieve. But uh, the people that typically make it to make it past the level one withdrawal and level two withdrawal and hit level three, it's that level three withdrawal that always does them in, and they find themselves having to start over again. And for many people, this is just a continuous process that occurs for their entire lives. So I, I want to explain what these, what these three levels of withdrawal are, the biochemistry behind them, and then, I mean, what you can do to, ke- to get past them to keep going. All right, so the level one withdrawal, this, this encompasses the majority, I would say like 90% of people who at some point say to themselves, I need to lose some weight, you know, because like they, it's triggered by looking at an old photo of themselves like two years ago when they thought they had to lose weight. And then over the course of those past two years, they've gave, they've gained even more weight. And so now their goal is like, man, I look back at that photo when I thought I needed to lose a few pounds and I actually looked great. It'd be great if I could get back there. You know, or, you know, it's triggered, it's just, there's a, there's a superficial, a superficial and shallow trigger of, I need to start going to the gym and I need to lose some weight. It's not really connected to anything deep or intrinsic. So, you know, the majority of people that are like, I'm signing up for a gym membership. I'm trying, I'm starting the whole 30 on Monday. Uh, I'm starting keto. I'm checking out keto. I went grocery shopping. I bought all the stuff to try keto, you know? These people, like the majority of these people, don't make it past level one. A small percentage make it past level one. They get to level two withdrawal, and that's when level two takes all of these people out. Okay, so level one withdrawal is uh, the very first initial response from your metabolism based on the changes that you've made to your diet 
where your metabolism begins to increase your cravings and your hunger for the foods that you eliminated from your diet in the name of trying to lose weight. Now, this, this initial withdrawal period is typically, it's just, it's purely like you see the food, like, in, you know, you go out to eat, you go to lunch, you go out to lunch, something bring, somebody brings something into the office, your husband or your wife brings home something, you go out to a restaurant, you know, just something within about three to four days of you starting your, your diet program, something happens you you develop cravings for the thing that you gave up and then and then it's out the you know within maybe a 3 to 4 days within a week or 2 weeks or whatever it's it's out the door you give in to those cravings and you're like oh well so much for that <laughs> and then the diet is over that's level 1 withdrawal that happens to everyone and i I actually believe that level one withdrawal is more so a weeding out period. I did an episode about this a little while ago. Uh, The episode entitled My Crazy Theory About Why We Experience Setbacks and Plateaus. I believe that the level one withdrawal like weeds out people who are not really serious, who don't have a deep intrinsic reason as to why it is that they wanted to lose weight in the first place. So that's level one. People who start a weight loss journey for a deeper level, like a deeper intrinsic reason, more than just a shallow reason, they typically make it past this level one withdrawal. And they feel those cravings for the foods that they gave up. And they have an, a, 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 a certain amount of willpower in their cup. The willpower comes from the deep intrinsic why of their motivation to lose weight. So that willpower, that willpower bowl is still full enough for them to ignore the the cravings for those foods that they eliminated from their diet and to push past level one and to keep going. Now, these people, they tend to make it past, I would say, once they get about 14 days past starting their diet and they make it past level one, That's when they actually start to experience and feel the health benefits of the food changes that they started making. They start experiencing more energy. Uh, They might have lost some water weight and maybe even a little bit of fat in the first couple weeks. They're seeing, uh, they're feeling, their skin is starting to look a little bit clearer. The brain fog is starting to go away. You know, there's some very positive internal health changes that begin to occur and maybe even some slight physical outward appearance changes as well once they get past about two weeks of this you know of their of their new style their new style of eating these people they get to level two withdrawal is not a physical craving or hunger for the foods that they gave up Level two withdrawal is an emotional, it's, it's usually triggered by an emotional or stressful event that occurs in their lives. So uh, something blows up at work. There's a fire at work that needs to be put out. Something happens in their marriage. They have a really huge fight with their spouse uh, or something goes wrong. Their kids just start acting crazy. Something really stressful might happen with their kids. They may experience a stressor with uh, their family members. 
um, uh, it, it could it, 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 something happens with their family, something happens to one of their parents, their one of their 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 mom or their dad gets sick, an aunt or an uncle suddenly falls ill, and all of a sudden their their focus, a lot of their focus is on their family and being there for their family, right? So there's some sort of outward circumstance that uh, elevates stress, elevates emotional kind of stress and triggers emotional turmoil inside of them. Now, this emotional turmoil and stress that they experience is not something that is out of their hands. It's not something that they're incapable of dealing with and managing. But what happens is because for the past few weeks, they have eliminated certain foods from their diet because they're trying to lose weight, what they don't realize and what they fail to understand is that it was those specific foods that they used to eat that helped them cope with stress emotionally. They may or may not have realized that there's a connection between their choosing to eat those foods that they eliminated and those foods actually being an integral part of them being able to manage the stressors, manage emotionally triggering events. So what happens is once they experience some sort of stressor, they don't, there's an immediate almost need for those foods that they eliminated from their diet weeks ago. The need for those foods appear in the form of not, oh, I'm having a craving for pizza right now. It's, it's, it's weird the way that the, it doesn't show up as a craving. It shows up as a need for comfort. And the easiest and quickest way for them to, to get that comfort is to eat the thing, is to, eat, is to eat a bite or two here or there of the foods that they eliminated. Okay? That is with, that's a withdrawal. That is level two withdrawal from the foods that uh, people eliminated. And then, and then depending on their emotional state, based on their emotional state, when they give in to that, when they give in to that need and go ahead and have, you know, those foods that they gave up, depending on their emotional state, that will determine whether or not they can make it past that level to withdrawal pick themselves up and continue moving forward with their diet or slowly but surely just like like slowly kind of go backwards and and like you know fall off the ho the horse in a very slow and dramatic fashion where it's like a mix of continuing to eat healthy and every once in a while just like have a bite here or there and then you know eating healthy again and then having a meal that's like a cheat meal. And you know what I mean? And then it's like the slow progression backwards until all of a sudden the percentage of the food that they're eating now is about 80 to 85% of their old foods with like sporadic here and there of them still trying to eat in the new way that they've been eating. Does that make sense? Usually... Uh, usually people after a while of like this just inconsistent, sporadic dancing in between eating healthy and, in, and falling back into their old habits, they usually end up just going back to their old habits or they stay stuck in this limbo. 
they stay stuck in this plateau. Okay, so that's level two withdrawal. Very, not very few, not very few people, but there's a small percentage of people that make it past the level two withdrawal and they keep moving forward. They have their emotional moment. They have their stressful moment. They get past whatever it is is going on with their family and they go right back into their new style of eating and they continue to lose weight, right? So that is, so that's level two. They keep moving forward. Level three withdrawal, <laughs> level three withdrawal is crazy and like very, very, very few people make it past like 5%. <laughs> 5 5% of the total weight loss population makes it past level 3. Level 3 withdrawal occurs anywhere between about 3 to 4 months after they have been consistently following their new style of eating. It can happen as little as about 3 to 4 months in all the way to as late as about 2 to 5 years into their journey. So level three withdrawal, you're not in the clear. If you've been, you can be on your journey, on your weight loss journey, be consistently eating in this new style of, in this new style of eating for a year, a year and a half, for two years, for two and a half years, for three years. Certainly if you feel like you've made it to three years, you feel like you're in the clear, right? Not, not always, only for about 5% of people. Otherwise, 95% of people will still be at the mercy of this level three withdrawal. And the level three withdrawal comes in the form of depression. Level three withdrawal comes in the form of a complete annihilation of self-worth and of their place in the world, of how confident they feel about who they are, about what they're contributing to their families, about what they're contributing to work, about what they're contributing to society. It's an annihilation of their view of themselves and whether or not they're even worthy to, uh, to, have, to have the things that they're trying to achieve. Um, it shows up as depression. It shows up as a deep feeling of sadness, of inexplicable feelings of sadness, inexplicable feelings of frustration and anger, uh, short, short tempers, anxiety. It shows up as like these mental, emotional health issues that just, they're not triggered by any one event. They're just feelings that occur. They're just feelings that take place. There's, it shows up as a dissatisfaction, a frustration, a discouragement with their lives and with their relationships and with their circumstances. Now, the reason why, no, the reason why only 5% of people make it past this level three withdrawal is because there is absolutely no way in the world that they can connect these depressive feelings to the fact that, that they're coming specifically and directly from 
the the foods that they gave up three or four months ago, two years ago, three years ago. There's no way that their brains make that connection. There's no way that they can. Why? Because at this point, they've lost a considerable amount of weight. They're, they're getting closer and closer to their goal weight. They're feeling amazing. They feel as if this is now a new lifestyle for them. They feel as if this style of eating, this style of exercise, this is just the way that life is now. They can't believe that they ate the way that they did previously. They can't believe that they lived as long as they did without exercising consistently. This new lifestyle feels good to them. They feel good. They look good. They love the food that they're eating. They love the exercise that they're doing. There's no dissatisfaction in this weight loss lifestyle. There's no dissatisfaction with the food that they're eating. They don't miss bread. They don't miss pasta. They don't miss those things. They don't miss the desserts. They don't miss sweets. Life is good. So how is it then that if they feel good about the choices they're making with their diet and exercise, that this level three withdrawal that shows up as a, as a depression, how can their brains possibly make the connection that that depression is a direct result of this new lifestyle that they're living? That doesn't make any sense, right? And therefore, what happens is all of a sudden, either three to four months after they started this new lifestyle, all the way up until four, you know, three, three and a half, four, four and a half years later, there is, there's food, a treat, dessert, carbs, sugar, alcohol, pasta, something, you know, something that they used to live, you know, something that they used to eat that they thought that they could live the rest of their lives without, all of a sudden that thing pops up. It's, it's available for them to eat. It's available for them to have in the middle of this, uh, of this depression, and they eat it. And it tastes delicious. And in their eyes, it's like, well, this is okay. It's like, I've lost all this weight. I've transitioned my lifestyle. I'm still exercising. I'm still dieting otherwise, this is okay. And they eat it without feeling any guilt, without feeling any shame. That they have succumbed to the third level of withdrawal. And the more they justify being able to, the more they justify the frequency in which they have those foods, that they previously gave up, you know, a serving here turns into another serving the next day, slowly snowballs into all of a sudden, the weight is starting to come back, the brain fog is starting to come back, the digestive issues are starting to return, their sleep is starting to be disrupted, their motivation to get to the gym and the exercise is starting to be disrupted. It's the slow snowball progression of going steady state backwards to who they were when they first started their journey.
I don't know how many people I've spoken with and that I've worked with that fit this criteria, that this specific thing happened to them. And those that succumb to the level three withdrawal, it's, they're in a worse state than those that fall off at level one or two because they've already experienced success. They've already experienced the glory of, of, of achieving their goals. And so their initial reaction is, I just have to get back to what I was doing before and everything will return back to normal. But the reality, the biochemical reality is, it's, that's impossible, it's not true. By this time, three or four months in, or four and a half years in, your metabolism has already adapted and it will not prevent you because of this depression that you fell into as a result of, of, your, of your neurotransmitters and your hormones experiencing with a withdrawal from those foods that you gave up. Because your metabolism got you to the place emotionally to start eating those foods again, it's built up it builds up a defense to prevent you from ever letting those foods go ever again. And this is how 95% of people who lose weight end up gaining it back. And this is how people end up on a lifelong, on a lifelong diet journey where they have been, they spend their whole entire lives repeating this same cycle. I'm out of time for this episode. So tomorrow I want to come back and give you tips on how to get through these three levels of withdrawal so that you can keep moving forward in your journey and achieve the results that you want to achieve once and for all. So follow, subscribe, come back tomorrow, okay? This has been another episode of the Rest Based Weight Loss podcast series. I can't wait to talk to you next time.